Please understand. Hello and welcome to Famicast 46, your Famicast for the early part of December. I'm your host, Danny Bivens, and today I'm joined live here by <laughs> Mr. James Charlton. Hey, Danny, how's it going? Good, good, good. And for the first time on the live episode, well, I guess not necessarily, okay, whatever. He's here with us today <laughs> <Sort> too. <of. laughs> yeah, Mr. Ty Sugar. Yeah, it's happening. Definitely, definitely. So you can all see our beautiful faces or faces <laughs> on this broadcast. If you're watching the video form, if you're watching the audio form, you know, we'll still have some, maybe some kind of fun stuff for you. I apologize. I apologize in advance for Danny's face. You should. You should. So if you're listening to the audio form, consider yourself lucky. So, um, you know, I figured we could just... Continue. <laughs> Sorry. I, I figured we can just go ahead and start off the episode by talking about Smash Brothers because that recently came out on the Wii U here in Japan. Oh, uh, I, yeah, old, yeah, <laughs> pretty much everywhere, everywhere else around the globe. It's it's been out for what years now, right? Um, yeah. But Ty and I were lucky enough to uh, pick it up for the Wii U, and you know, I think first before we maybe go into some of the gameplay mechanics or stuff that we do or don't like about the game, maybe we could talk about launch stories about maybe. Uh, if there is anything kind of interesting about your launch story. Um, I've, I, got, I've got an awesome launch story. It's right here. <laughs> I'm the only one yeah. of the crew who has an English English language version. Mm-hmm. But yep. uh, as you can, I don't know if the video viewers can see, it's actually still in its cellophane. <laughs> <laughs> because, um, yeah, my, uh, my Wii U arrived, but um, I separately ordered a Japanese AC adapter, and that has not arrived. And I don't want to risk, uh, you know, juicing up my uh, Wii U. So uh, I'm going to wait. It should probably come probably like within hours of finishing recording the show. Where did you order it? <laughs> uh, just some, a, a Japanese electronics store online. But it wasn't Amazon itself. It was like, you know, a third party. So God knows where it's coming All from. Right. Probably China or somewhere like that. <laughs> Another suburb of Japan. <laughs> yes, <laughs> something like that. But uh, yeah, I got I uh, got a few bits and pieces for my Wii U. Got a a Japanese uh, USB charger for my gamepad, and I got uh, what else did I get? A splitter for my HDMI thing because I realized my TV doesn't have enough sockets in the back to have everything in at once. Mm-hmm. And a few other bits and pieces. They had some um, Wii U uh, like what do you call them? Screen covers. Like on Cyber Monday, if we're going for ridiculously cheap, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm all kitted out, but I just haven't played it yet. <laughs> <laughs> got the games, got the system, but yeah, just the vital part is missing. Cool. Yeah, my and my parents aren't here to help me set it up. <laughs> 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 if only they were. Yeah, then you'd be ready to go. But you know, what can you do? You don't realize how much of a joke that is, because if you ever try to see my dad set anything up, you <laughs> 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 probably have a pair of pliers in the back of the TV. <laughs> trying to, trying to jumpstart my Wii U. <laughs> Might work. <laughs> but yeah, go, you guys go ahead and tell about the actual real stories, Ty. Ty yeah, Ty, did you have yeah. anything like crazy that you want to talk about, or...? Um, maybe mildly interesting, not crazy. <laughs> Fair enough. Right, okay, so 
I just I ordered the game off of Amazon mm-hmm. and, and the adapters. Um, well, I was watching it in horror as like prices for the adapters in the U.S. like crawled up to like $120 or whatever. Jesus Christ. Uh, I stopped being mad at the online retailers jacking it up to like the equivalent of 30 bucks in Japan, and I just ordered two. <laughs> and I watched them go up to like 40 and 50 like over the weekend. So anyway, yeah, I got two adapters. I just checked again. Now it's back down to 27, so maybe they got a restock or somebody did. How much was the it, game? Um, Good question. I barely even looked. It was like 6,000 <laughs> yen or whatever. It's yeah. crazy. I don't know why the Nintendo first-party games are like ridiculously jacked up prices. Yeah, the I think the official uh, price is actually like seventy two hundred. Yeah, yeah. Nerd okay. glasses here, but I think maybe well, maybe tied it all right then. That's, that's, that's maybe that's what I paid. I barely even looked. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know, it's like sixty or seventy, whatever. Mm-hmm. Japan. Yeah. Well, Nintendo. They have demonstrated a keen interest in keeping their prices short up. There was a little news blurb about that in America. Like, Nintendo wants to stop, quote-unquote, uh, what was it called? The degradation of prices in video games in general. <laughs> and, you know, it's a thing you see. Like, you know, Microsoft and Sony, like, give out a ton of free games if you're subscribed to them. Um... Games more than a year old in the states anyway. The price just goes, like you know, if you're trying to buy like a lot of first-party Nintendo games here, like even you know old stuff like Goldeneye on 64. That stuff was like has never gone like less than four thousand yen. You talking about the the cartridge? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Nintendo has somehow very successfully kept prices for their games short up really high in Japan, and I don't know how they do it. Well, I mean, I'll tell you, when, it, when I picked up Smash Bros. over the weekend, too, I mean, I saw, you know, Brawl <laughs> still going on sale for, like, 6200 or something. Yeah, so. exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. And I'm pretty sure Melee still does, too. Yeah, it's like it's the same thing, too. Yeah, man, when I, when I first got here, yeah, I was like, hey, maybe we'll get the Japanese version of Melee because those GameCube cases are sick. And then I was like, uh, I don't want to pay, you know, at the time, the equivalent of, like, 70 bucks. So I was good. <laughs> yeah, I think Nintendo has demonstrated a keen interest in doing that in America, but I I really don't think they have a, a bargaining position, really. And, yeah, you know, I, 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 think, I think I did a video blog about, I went into, like, <clears throat> a game shop and I saw, like, all these Wii games, not Wii U games, Wii games for, like, yeah, 58, you know, 60, 100 yen, and it's like, yeah. This is, like, days before, uh, like sequels to the games are coming out on the Wii U. It's like, you know, you look at, like, Pikmin 3, and then there'll be, like, Pikmin 2 next to it for, like, 100 yen less. You know, things <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah. When, especially when the, the covers look so similar, and they're, like, on the shelf next to each other, it makes it even worse, you know? Oh, yeah. And they, they definitely tried to make Smash on the Wii just, like, a prominent type of a thing, which is, I don't know, it's kind of like shady as hell, because, you know, there could be some parents going in and just like, oh, Taro wants to do, you know, Smash Brothers. And Taro. <laughs> pick up the game that the little Brad already has, so. <laughs> oh. Now he wants every single Amiibo. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, Ty, so, I mean, I know I've seen some pictures and stuff on, on the Twitters that you look like you've got quite a hell of a bunch of equipment. <laughs> yeah, well, I did get two adapters. I can't I believe how many Amiibos you got that time. I don't have any Amiibos. <laughs> I don't plan on getting any unless I find them in a UFO catcher. I put out a tweet about that. Um, but yeah, eight controllers. I'm ready to rock. Yeah, I got a cu- uh, I got three of the, the new ones with the Smash Bros logo on them. Nice. Those are nice, yeah. I got some teal ones and some purple ones, and that'll do it. They're all official? Yeah. Nice. So have you had yeah. any multiplayer games yet? Or? Not yet. Like, the delivery guy just came, like, a few You invited the delivery guy to play with you? Yeah, he was down. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Everyone plays Smash Brothers here. Yeah, right? 
Yeah. Well, I, I had a couple pals that might have shown up tonight. It's already late, so I guess not. But we're probably going <laughs> to try to get all eight people going this weekend. Cool. That would make an interesting uh, video show, wouldn't it? Like some guy yeah. just starts playing Smash behind you. Yeah. <laughs> so you can play the game like fully on the gamepad, right? If you wanted to. <laughs> what, the uh, this thing? The tablet doodad? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Does I started unlocking control yeah. characters with it before I got my GameCube controller adapters. Can you play your GameCube controller while looking at the the, the tablet screen so you can have the best of both worlds? Or, <laughs> well, the best <laughs> I, of one world? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't see why you couldn't. I mean, sure, why not? So it's just mirror. You can just mirror it, I guess. Yeah. What's on, on uh, the TV. Okay. Yeah, well, my plan is when I have, like, a whole gaggle of people in here, uh, I don't have, like, a 50-inch TV, so I'm actually just going to use my HDMI splitter, split it into two TVs, have them, like, back-to-back or whatever. Nice. Four and four. Yeah, it's a good setup. It'd be good for teams if we do four on four teams. Hmm. That's, that's, that's a good point, I see, yeah. Teams. Yeah. teams would be awesome with eight, four, four, four and four. Yeah. Or you could have like four teams of two. That would be cool. You could. But I, <laughs> I wonder if they've upped the number of colors finally. In the teams. <laughs> it's always been I, four colors for the longest time. Right? Yeah, I wonder. I, I think I saw purple team. I should never seen before. Yeah, so in depth, I guess uh, at most you would need seven different colors. Right. In-depth Smash Brothers talk here. That's the kind of level I'm talking at here. Color red teams. So, Danny, have you played it? Um, yeah, but you know, before I go into that, I'll, I'll talk about my launch story a little bit. Um, okay. So, because I actually, you know, went to a physical store and picked it up, and uh, a couple weeks ago, I had put down a pre-order for it to get the version with the adapter too. So, mm-hmm. you know, it was kind of expensive, like ninety-two hundred. And un- you know, we mentioned this on the show before, but unlike in the West, where at least in North America, where you know, you get the the adapter, you get the game and a controller for like a hundred bucks. Like here, you just get the adapter in the game for like ninety-two or ninety-two hundred yen, whatever that right. translates to in dollars right now. But um, yeah, so you know, I got that, and they had GameCube controllers there. I, I've had one for the longest time, just like a white GameCube controller from the Wii era. Right, right. And, um, and I have, I have like probably somewhere around six, maybe in America. So that's. <laughs> That's, that kind of sucks, but um, you know, I'll be going back <laughs> soon, so I can bring a lot of that crap back here with me so I can play maybe eight-player Smash. Um, I can't believe how many times you've said, you know, I've got this awesome thing slash game, but it's in America. You know, I, doesn't man. Count, Danny. doesn't count. Oh, come on. It's still, still part of my collection. I, I couldn't just bring all this stuff back. Trust me, I wish I could. I feel like run so out of gonna, storage locker. You, you can go back home at Christmas, right? So you're going to yeah. bring all that stuff back? Shove my virtual boy in my suitcase. And... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who needs you know? clothes? Yeah, exactly. Throw away all my clothes. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, I just imagine you coming back in your boxer shorts at Narita Airport. Why not? It'd be a little chilly, but I can manage <laughs> from the Midwest. With GameCube controllers just hanging around your neck. That'll be good enough, you know? <laughs> Replace my glasses with a virtual boy constantly strapped onto my head. So. You won't but, be the only one. You won't feel left out. Power up. Now you're playing with power. Yes. So, you know, I think maybe it was the last podcast. I had mentioned something along the lines like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to get any Amiibo, or maybe I'm going to get like one or two. Uh, Shortly thereafter, you know, I I went on Amazon. I just pre ordered a couple of them. I pre ordered a Link and a a Wii Fit Trainer because I was like, hey, Wii Fit Trainer is kind of weird, and Link's cool, so why not? And um, when I, and they, they were, I did expedited shipping so they would actually arrive me on the launch day. It was like an extra like 300 yen. So I was like, hey, figured like, hey, what the heck, why not? 
And um, <laughs> I don't, yeah, well, I, I didn't have any idea how popular these things would be at this, you know, electronic store in my town. It's not a huge town or anything, but um, you know, went to the shop. Uh, I was, I was kind of trying. I was kind of expecting what I heard. It's kind of like in America where. From what I understand, that the stuff they're just sitting out on shelves, just like you know, it was like regular action figures would be. And you know, at the store here, they just had them on like these little cards that were maybe something around this big. For those of you actually can see this, um, so you know, not not like really huge cards, but they showed like all the characters. And well, if somebody actually was just holding one of those cards to go take it up to the register, you wouldn't even know if they even had it. So it's kind of a weird <laughs> system. But and then you know I was the asshole carrying around a couple of cards myself because I I saw I was like oh cool <laughs> yeah so, oh cool there's a Mario oh little Mac sure why not so I picked those up at the store and, and I got my uh, Link and We Fit Trainer later so uh, yeah um, then like like I said I got a, an extra GameCube controller just a white Smash Brothers uh, GameCube controller because I think these are only oh. available in Japan right oh. now so, oh how much but, was that. Like nineteen hundred, so hey, bargain. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're really cost. cheap. Yeah, I mean that's how much they were back in the day too. I mean, you know, people might forget. I mean, GameCube accessories and stuff that was really cheap back in the day. I mean, like twenty dollars for controllers, like I don't know, fifteen bucks for the old crappy memory card fifty nines. But those were the days. Yeah. But now I need to replace a PlayStation 4 controller, and that's going to set me back like 6,000 yen. Great. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But, but that's wireless, you know. That's um, not tournament legal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If only they made a wireless uh, GameCube controller. Yeah, it would be, <laughs> be a match made in heaven. Um, Never going to happen. <laughs> yeah. So, Ty, I mean, I know you're obviously, well, we all know you're a huge fighting game fan, and uh, I don't. Yeah, check uh, out my shirt. Can you see that? This is Marvel, baby. Fate, Fate Worlds. Worlds. Fate Worlds. This is a promotional shirt you could only get by uh, getting a five streak in Marvel vs. Capcom 3 at the E3 where it debuted. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I did that. That was cool. That's pretty specific and pretty impressive. Yeah. You, usually when you streak at a public event, you're not usually invited back. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Mm -hmm. So, you know, video games is different. Yeah. Right. So you were asking my expert opinion on all fighting games ever, and I was about to talk <laughs> about it for four hours. Yes. But, you know, I guess... Since we might not have four hours, how about we just narrow it down to uh, you know Smash Brothers on Wii U? So you've obviously maybe have been playing this game. So what do you think so far, man? Um, you know, it's Smash. Have they fixed it or broken it even more? I I mean, it doesn't have random ass slips, and it has a lot of features geared towards uh, pro nerds and everybody else alike. Um, the, one of the first things I noticed, okay, the last Smash Brothers I was playing before this was uh, Project M, which is mm -hmm. amazingly good, by the way. Uh, so I skipped the 3DS version. I started playing this. I noticed it felt a little slow, but... Oh, right, that... compared to Project M, right, which is like crazy speeded up. Yeah, version well, not of, crazy. Uh, but... Version of Brawl, right? Yeah. A fixed brawl. For those not watching the video, I just made like air quotes. It, yeah, it does feel like fixed brawl. It feels like what brawl should have been. Right, right. So that's how I initially fit, feel about it. I've just been playing by myself, unlocking characters, running through the modes. Any modes that stand out as good, apart from the you know just regular smash? Um, you know, it, it seemed. It seems like the same old stuff, like uh, the all-star mode. It was actually really nostalgic because I haven't played those since, like, the week I bought, you know, Melee, like, 10 years ago, 12, 15 years ago. How long ago was that? 2001, so. Yeah, 13 years, wow. 
old games still getting tournament play. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I saw yeah. I saw um, uh, a video of a of a melee f- tournament finals. I don't know why I was looking for that. I think I just wanted to know, you know, how good people can be at that game. And obviously, people were playing as Fox on Final Destination. And it was just like an orange. <laughs> one was Sheik and one was Fox. And it was just like, yeah, it was it was playing in the game. It was like almost like a game I'd never played before, even though I've played, you know, hundreds of hours of Melee. It was just like right. played in a very different way. Just lots of short jumps and kicks and throws and, and you know, like jump kicks and stuff. And not very many special moves or anything like that. It was, uh, it was kind of interesting. And also, how, how bad does melee look these days? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I thought it looked awesome when it came out, but it's like... Yeah. yeah. It's pretty primitive now, isn't it? I mean, not 64 primitive, but, you know. <laughs> I, you know, actually, I haven't been back to it for a few years now. I have... That's one of the few things that, you know, I can say that I have here. <laughs> that actually I, I brought here, so... It's not just sitting and gathering dust with Virtual Boy and the rest of my DS games back home. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Prioritize. Yeah. So, so Ty, you didn't get to play with like any friends or anything yet? Not yet. Okay. So, yeah, I, basically kind of like what you talked about earlier, Ty, I, I'd spent my first night of having Smash on Wii, Wii U just unlocking characters because... <laughs> there you go. I just... I just remembered I had it just right next to me. There you go. Oh, cool. This was my first ever Japanese import game for the GameCube, which I imported to England, and now I've since brought it back to its home country, <laughs> which nice. is kind of weird. But there you go, Melee. Oh, Smash, Dairanto Smash Brothers DX, as yeah. it's known in Japan. Not Dagaso, as I accidentally... For the few people who check you know, NWR and read their news articles immediately, you would have got a great treat. Oh, yeah. Danny, Danny, Danny advertised Smash Brothers as uh, the big band Smash Brothers. Yes. yes. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah. Which would be an awesome game, by the way. <laughs> Smash Brothers. It'd be, like, it'd be like Wii Music mixed with Smash Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, you know, like I said, I spent most of my time when I first, you know, had Smash on the Wii U, I was just unlocking characters. You know, I was... I could have swore I'd read somewhere, and anybody out there that's listening, or anybody listening, you, know, you, you guys on the panel, uh, you know, I could have swore that you could have transferred your characters, maybe that you unlocked in the 3DS version, but obviously, or at least apparently to me, that was not the case. Um, it's not. Yeah. It, what? Am I wrong? <laughs> well, uh, the unlock conditions are a little bit different. Um, I, th- that's, I thought they were supposed to unlock I, faster on the Wii U. Like, well, they, they do. You can actually just go to Versus and, you know, set to one stock, run off the edge, and every ten matches you're going to get a character unlock. Of course. That's and a, you only have to do that up to 100 matches. Yeah, and that, that's exactly what I did. I mean, it's the same type of stuff that was on the 3DS version, too. I mean, if you want to yeah. do it the cheap way. Of course, you know, you can go, you can be a man about it and play through all the crazy modes, you know, play through, you know, all-star mode with every character and unlock, well, if, you know. If you play multiplayer... <clears throat> If you if you play multiplayer, they unlock faster too. Like if you're playing four real people, it'll be like every you know two or three matches or whatever. I think it multiplies by ever how many people you have playing. Huh. Okay. Technical so. wizardry. <laughs> Ty, if you get eight people over, you should be unlocking everything within a few minutes. <laughs> yeah, well, I only have like two characters left to unlock anyway. Oh, yeah. I did it all in like an hour and a half or something. So just because I, you know, wanted to have that all set up for when people come over, because you know, they're you know, right. you say, hey, yeah, and yeah, oh. Don just actually mentioned on Twitter, yeah, that you can only actually just bring over the custom characters or the custom st- moves and stuff that you would uh, set up on the 3DS, which I, I had nothing set up, but <laughs> I, I went and you know sent this, sent well, nothing for my 3DS. I, I'm hopefully going to be able to give you guys a, an answer next episode, but like. Obviously, I've got a Japanese um, new 3DS mm-hmm. and a Japanese version of Smash Bros. 3DS, so hope maybe I can transfer my custom characters onto my Amiibo, which I'm getting for Christmas, mm-hmm. which I, I don't know. My wife's hidden it somewhere in the house. Uh, 
I can't find it anywhere. But I'm sure it's here somewhere. Um, I wonder if I can transfer my data onto it and then put it in my British version of Smash Bros. and Wii U. And my thought is no, because, <laughs> you know, region locking and all that bullshit. Right, right. But, um, yeah, actually, now I think about it, um, Amiibo's region locked? I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I mean... I don't think so. I think, I mean, even if they are, you could just wipe it and, you know, whatever, right? Theoretically. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. I don't, yeah. I'll be able to do some uh, region locking testing uh, this month and uh, get cool. back to you on that. But yeah, as, well, my point was, I'm kind of glad that things don't all transfer over because, you know, I've unlocked everything in the 3DS one and it's like, um, <laughs> if you couldn't, if if you if you could, and then I would be the only sucker who wouldn't be able to do it because of region locking. <laughs> You'd be like, "Oh yeah, dude, I transferred all my shit over," you know. And I'm like, "Well, mine doesn't work because I've got different regions." So it's kind of good that we're all starting off on the same, you know, line. So sorry, but I'm no, happy that you fail. No. <laughs> go through and unlock some stages and stuff, but, you know, yesterday, just kind of randomly, a friend of mine came over, so I got to play some Smash, you know, with a friend and stuff, and I was using the GameCube controller, he was using the Wii U Pro controller, and, um, no, nah, I mean, we had a great time, and, um, you know, I, my memories of, of Brawl are a bit hazy, uh, and, you know, I did not play the new, the, you know, the version that Ty was saying, what the heck is it called, Ty, oh my god. Project M. Project M. You know, I've heard of it, I just never did it or anything, but... So, I mean, similar to, like, the 3DS version, I think it feels great. It feels pretty close to Melee from what I remember. Then again, it's been years since I've played that, too. But uh, Ty's shaking his head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can see me do that now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Just um, nah, dog, nah. Yeah, I don't know. For me, it, 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 I, I like how it feels a lot better than, uh, than Brawl did. It just feels a little bit faster. Um, I need professionals to tell me why Brawl is so bad, because when I was playing, I'm like, this is fine. But I also kind of stopped playing Brawl very, very suddenly, compared to Melee, which I played for, you know, like five years consistently. Mm-hmm. So it was nice. To, I can't remember which, where I heard it, but, like, somebody was explaining to me about, I think it was on one of the IGN podcasts. They had, like, a pro Smash player on, and he was talking about that. I don't know if you guys heard that. But oh. it was he was saying about how... You know, when you land, after you land, like, the time that before you could actually do a move or whatever was so long in Brawl. And it, when it, when I heard him say that, I was like, oh, it kind of finally clicked. It was like, that's what was wrong with it. Yeah, it, that's what the, why the whole game felt slow. It was like, you know, the, the delay between moves and the delay between landing and doing a move, all of that was so extended uh, that overall it just felt sluggish. And I think that was it, you know, as a, as a noob, that's been playing it since the 64 version. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> as a noob yeah. that's been playing it for 15 years, um, it was good to have a, a uh, pro there, there are so many people out there that will talk themselves so much, like, I've been playing Smash Brothers for blah, blah, blah. And, you know, <laughs> it's never been outside of their house. And it's like, like the peak of the Dunning-Kruger curve, like, I'm so good, I know everything. And then they get murdered... Because they're bad at it, and they have not seen the peak of the mountain. Are you talking to me? <laughs> I'm talking about a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. He's the only one here. He must be talking to him. Yeah, must be. Yeah. Um, right. oh, by the way, we just got a uh, tweet from Don. He says, different versions of Smash can interact. Japanese custom characters can be put on the European Wii U version. There you go. Boom. Cool. Question Neat. Thanks, Don. But uh, uh, one thing I wanted to add about, you know about why Brawl is kind of bad is uh, well, Smash Brothers <laughs> in general uh, draws like all of its intricate depth from uh, the wealth of movement options that uh, characters have in that game. They have a lot of freedom of movement to move back and forth, up and down, in and out from their opponent. And when you introduce uh, 
like massive landing delays and you know random slips and all these things that hamstring your character's movement into brawl, it ends up right. being bad. I see. There you go. More explanations. Yeah. So, from what you've played so far, Wii U doesn't have that as much or at all, or. Uh, I don't know. I haven't really been paying attention to that in particular. <laughs> it does. It does seem a little slow to me, but that's just my first impression. Okay. Well, there are definitely some characters that I think are, you know, incredibly fast and kind of. Yeah. Now that you mentioned it, I, I've mostly been playing Samus, and she's kind of a slow piece of. <laughs> yeah. So you want to yeah. get some speed? I mean, get on Little Mac. He's blazing. It's oh ridiculous. yeah, yeah. I think that's who I'm thinking of. When I think of Wii U now, I think of you know Little Mac, who's just like incredibly fast. Right. Yeah. yeah, I think I. Well, according to a tier list floating around the internet, Diddy Kong is on top. Hmm. Diddy Kong is a is a high tier character. Yes. I think he's like one of the worst characters ever. <laughs> so is what yeah, I, mean. I I did I did play a little bit with him. Like I noticed, like he can't put out two bananas anymore. He can only put out one. Um, when you when you when your main special so good. Moves, when your main special yeah. move is throwing a banana that lands kind of casually on the ground, I just don't get it. <laughs> it's good. It it controls space. I see. It's all about that movement stuff I was talking about. The space, <laughs> the space of Final Destination. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm lost on all of the technical stuff, but that's why I just listen to Ty and try to, you know, not along. <laughs> big up myself. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> what? Hey I think, guys. Ty, let's I play this game. Can you see that? Well, no. Oh, it keeps. You have to talk for it to flash to your screen. Oh, uh, this is Dreamix TV World Fighters. Oh, the oh there you go. Knockoff ever made. It's got Puro. Is it Puro, um, the baseball guy as well? Yes, he's in it. <laughs> Master Higgins is in it. Bomberman's in it. Solid Snake is in it. <laughs> Who else is on here? The kid from Beyblade. <laughs> uh, we got Optimus Prime, Megatron, Microman, Dinosaur, that wolf from oh, what what is that fighting game called where your guys turn into animals? Killer Instinct? No. <laughs> Primal Rage? No. Oh, it's uh, James Jones was just talking about this, right? Um, it has its fans. Uh, right, right, right. Primal. No, it's not Primal no. Rage, but even though that's that. the only title I can think of right no, now. No, blo uh, Bloody Roar. Yeah, that's it. Boom. Yeah, got a guy from there in it. Else? Oh, we got Simon Belmont. He's in it. Twinbee's in it. <laughs> uh, one of the Easter Island heads from Gradius is in it. <laughs> you can stick to ceilings and shoot little rings. This cloud from Final Fantasy. Speaking of games that are sluggish as heck. But... <laughs> But it it's good. I recommend it. It's it's very different from Smash Brothers, however. <laughs> so you may be surprised. Cool. Well, you know, I figure that you know once we spend some more time with this, Ty is going to be spending more time with other people. Maybe are your friends like are these friends like expert fighting gamer guys? No, no, they suck. Okay. I hope they're watching. They need to get good. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, we'll have some more time with the game. We'll rely One guy's on... pretty good at Tekken. Oh, okay, well. Maybe if that Pokemon Tekken comes out. <laughs> Pokken. Yeah. Wait, are they going to have Smash at Final Round, Pats? Mm, as of an official event, I can't say. Uh -huh. But, you know, I'm, I'll probably bring it and set it up. I mean, we, we, we play 64 games there. On the side. <laughs> right, right. And, and we always got Smash 64. Yeah, and Rakuga Kids. That yeah. game. Great <laughs> game. Really cool art style. Yeah, that's great. Um, but you know, Ty, you know, what are you saying about people thinking they're awesome at Smash Brothers when they're not? 
I mean, it's, it's probably because, you know, people play in dorms, you know, with, with the same group of, you know, four or five friends, you know, and then when you become a, the top of those four friends, you think you're the top in the whole world because, you know, <laughs> you're just at the top of that tiny group. And it's only when you meet, you know, people from other countries, other lands, other universities or whatever, then you realize that you're not actually that good. <laughs> That's exactly true. Um, so, but, you know, most people never, you know, have exposure to, you know, pro, you know, pro fighting game players, right? Unless they happen to know a friend who is one, you know. I, I did have a friend who was a pro fighting game player who was a, is, but he was a Tekken guy, and he didn't really like Smash Brothers. I mean, he was he was all right at it, but like, you know, I was kind of equal to him on Smash. So, but yeah, if we ever played Tekken, you know, I couldn't even touch him. But, um, <laughs> but um, yeah. I I do think that's changed a lot now that we live in the world of Twitch TV mm -hmm. and you know broadcasted Evo oh. and all the other tournaments. There's yeah, in fact, there was a big tournament just this uh, weekend. Uh, NEC. Actually, I don't know if they played Smash there. I haven't actually sat down and watched any of the matches. But I think that's where they were supposed to announce Street Fighter V instead of, you know, leak it a couple days early. Right, and actually... Hey, <laughs> yeah, speaking of that... <laughs> we've, got a, we've got a tweet here. Yeah, we got a treat from Addison Webb, one of the guys on staff, and uh, he was basically asking, you know, what is your opinion about Street, uh, Street Fighter V being a PlayStation console exclusive? Um, that's business. Mm -hmm. I'm a little salty about it after, like, uh, <laughs> you know, Xbox was the premier fighting game platform last generation. But who's the one with the girly console now? Yeah, but then again, before that, it was. PS2 and Dreamcast, and I, I bought a PS3 first, and it ended up having the, the bad versions of Street Fighter 4 and Marvel, so I later bought them for my Xbox. Like, I couldn't find the numbers, but I feel like in the U.S., like, first version of Street Fighter 4 sold better on PS3, and then when Super Street Fighter 4 came out, it sold better on Xbox. By the way, so, you, know that, you know that tweet I sent you, Ty? Um, it just said it was just a link to the announcement with the hashtag #exponed. I don't, yeah. actually, I don't actually remember sending that tweet. It just kind of happened. I don't know. Maybe like my fingers like, took like, over. Yeah. Just kind of like a, like a like a muscle reaction. Like you weren't yeah. even paying exactly. attention to what your hand was doing. It was just tweeting derisive tweets at me. Some, sometimes the high patrol power just kind of has a mind of its own. You know, just takes over. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So what I think is going to happen is, you know, the same thing that has happened in the past, where yeah, it'll be like exclusive, and then like three to six months later, yeah, yeah, yeah. the update comes out. No, no like, fighting, no fighting games ever been exclusively for one console, unless it is, you know, like a Killer Instinct, where it's you know literally, you know, made by a, a first party or whatever, a second party or whatever, right? Uh, no, lots of fighting games have been exclusive. But, well, exclusively um, not on Nintendo system. It doesn't really count. <laughs> that's, that's more like just ineptitude. Right, but... No, there have been plenty of fighting games. Like, you know... I, I have a hundred examples in my head if you want to hear them. I don't think you do. But yeah, maybe not a major, major fighting game yeah, yeah, hasn't yeah. been exclusive. That's, yeah, that's what I mean. Something like a Street Fighter or... or well, a not since Tekken 5... I think was exclusive to, you know, PS2 and then PS3 for the updated version. Right, right, right. Well, that was because, you know, Xbox wasn't doing too good and the GameCube neither. So I think it was kind of a their, their only right. option at that point, wasn't yeah. it? But then again, you know, Tekken 1 through 4 were also exclusive. There you go. That's my whole uh, theory just crumbling in front of so our eyes. So Caliber 3 was exclusive <laughs> to PS2. Yeah. Yeah. What's up with that? I was kind of pissed off with that because um, the Sony game, paid him money. I don't know. The GameCube version sold the best, and it was the yeah. best, and then yeah. it didn't even come out. So. Yeah. Well, I like nobody lost any sleep over it because Soul Calibur Three was like hands down the worst. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember a friend of mine bought it, and I was just extremely disappointed and well happy that I didn't buy it. <laughs> yeah. But. 
Is this a good excuse to have some Soul Calibur 2 music right here? Ooh. Oh, please. <laughs> so, so good. Anytime. Also, buy Soul Calibur 2 HD version on Xbox and PS3. And Wii U. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Exclusively, wait, not, you, not on Wii U. Have you guys seen this uh, the short video floating around the internet? Uh, like some dudes in the schoolyard. Like this cool guy, like shaking hands with this other dude, and he's, like, labeled Street Fighter V, and the other dude is labeled uh, PS4. And then he, like, just, like, doesn't shake hands with the Xbox One guy, and he just looks there, like, crestfallen. <laughs> and he's, it's just, like, scenes of him, like, standing in the shower, just, like, just, like, in shock, going to bed <laughs> in shock, next day in shock. And in the background, you see some, like, kids, like, kicking someone on the ground, and he's labeled Wii U. <laughs> I was waiting for something like that. Yeah. yeah. So there's that. Perfect. There's a yeah, Wii, U, well, Wii U getting hit by a car. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, I also have some skepticism about Street Fighter V being good. But... Uh, let's save that we'll, for the next episode. Yeah, let's save that for every episode... <laughs> yeah. So I guess it might be good. It might not. I I want to get a PS4 for Guilty Gear, the actual best fighting game of the year. Hmm. But you know, I can get it on PS3. It's just not as pretty. Cool. <laughs> what what what's that? <laughs> Time for some news. We have Yay. a little bit of news to cover here, and uh, let's kind of go through this stuff quickly. Of course, if you guys have any comments about this stuff, please feel free to chime in. Um, earlier last week, NFC Payments, uh, Nintendo announced that NFC Payments are coming to the new 3DS on oh, December man. 9th. And yeah, we've been talking about this for months and months and months, ever since it came out on the Wii in the summertime. It just seemed, and then you know, after they announced the new 3DS, it seemed inevitable. Moving on with the news... Uh, as you guys probably know out there, the Zelda Zelda Symphony, Symphony of the Goddess tour, uh, it's, it's coming to various locations across the United States and I think maybe Europe and, well, just different parts of the yeah. world. And um, You know, I was really surprised to see that because last, last week I just checked the, the website, the Zelda Symphony website just for shits and giggles and found that, hey, wow, this is actually coming back to Japan because during the whole tour and stuff that happened, aside from the initial... Uh, concert that first started out here back in 2011, which basically you could only go to if you A, bought Ocarina of Time 3D, <laughs> B, entered into a contest, C, won one of these raffle things, like for a ticket, and then D, have to pay money <laughs> to go and see it, too. And E was in the bloodline of uh, Yamauchi. Yeah. <laughs> well, Rip in peace. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> But luckily, somehow, I met all those requirements, and I was able to go. So I got to go, and it was great. Uh, Miyamoto was there. Aonuma was there. Koji Kondo was there. So I got to see all those guys. And, of course, they ran away before the end of the concert, so they didn't get mugged by fans. <laughs> you went to the concert with Koji Kondo? He was there. I mean, I didn't go with him. Yeah, they're like, best friends, like, man. He was like, hey, hey, Koji, come on, man. Let's go to the concert. He's like, I'm actually working there. At that wow. Time. You really are in the bloodline of Yamauchi. I do what I can. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's, this is coming back to Tokyo on February 7th. Um, I, you know, initially... I, I really hope I can go to this because, you know, obviously I didn't want to buy Okuna 3D to <laughs> <But like laughs> do that. But, like, if I just play it, Pay regular money. That would be awesome. And yeah. If I can get in, if it's not, if it's just one, is it just one showing? 
on that the seventh of February. Just as far as I know, it's um, sh- showing. It is showing that. I remember with the with the concert from the game, like all that crap that I just talked about. I think there were two actual performances at the time. I don't. There might even have been on the same day. Just at like different times. I, I really don't remember. But I really hope that you know all the Zelda fans have you know died off in Japan, and it's you know I can have a chance of getting in. You know. It, just talking about the concert, I might have talked about this on the Famicast back in 2011, I, I don't recall, but, you know, it, it seemed a lot different from what I've heard about the Zelda concerts in the States, where people are, like, going crazy and clapping, and there's all sorts of, like, crazy videos and stuff. No, this this first concert was just, like, a, you know, orchestral concert, and, like, the most exciting thing was some guy wearing a cape playing the P, like, an organ. <laughs> <laughs> Well, He's like, I guess we were supposed to be like Ganondorf or something, you know, in Ocarina, but that was it. <laughs> huh. So he wasn't actually invited; he just showed up. <laughs> Maybe I, you never know. So uh, one other thing here to cover: um, Don actually wrote this up on the site. Nintendo is actually stopping the production of the 3DS and 3DS LL or XL. Finally, finally. Yeah, so basically all the. Yeah, Iwata's been listening to my <coughs> scathing put-downs of uh, the 3DS recently, so he finally well, learned. They're still out there in the wild, so we'll still be seeing them on the sales charts for you know the next couple of months, probably. So, James, just to troll Idiots. you. Iwata is going to keep trolling you. Well, you know, they, it's like they made this stuff, so it's just, hey, either we throw these away or sell them. So, um, Throw them away. Yeah. Might be a chance yeah. to get one at a huge discount. Uh, Maybe. <laughs> Well, this is Japan we're talking about here too. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is literally sitting next to the you know the new 3ds units on the shelves for nearly the same. Time. <laughs> and they look almost identical. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the last little bit of news here, talking about Amiibo, uh, Don Don actually pointed this out to me, and I figured that we should bring this up on the show. Uh, right now, here in Japan, you know, the Amiibo launched on, you know, just over the past weekend with Smash, and uh, basically all the Amiibo that are out in North America and Europe are also available here, plus uh, Zelda, Diddy Kong, Luigi, Little Mac, Captain Falcon, and Pit, uh, 18 total. Uh, of course, these are all coming to North America and Europe on December 14th, so you guys don't have a lot longer to wait for that, and, you know, I was kind of happy I got my Little Mac, and Ty's just sitting there thinking, ooh, I want this. <laughs> <laughs> it does look neat. I mean, it's neat. Um, just leave it at that. Um, yeah, neat. Um, yeah, then I guess getting into some feedback, I was, you know, James had talked, uh, I think, yes. last month that we'd found this application type of a thing, a program that can tell you, well, basically you enter in, like, your podcast and you can find out, like, reviews and all this stuff from all over the world. Um, <laughs> something <laughs> must be broken on this thing, because first I was just putting in Famicast stuff, and I knew that we had at least one review from the UK, and that wasn't showing up. No ratings were showing up. So I was like, okay, well, let's just type in something like Radio Free Nintendo. So I typed that in. And it showed, you know, all these ratings and stuff like that. But it only showed three reviews. And I'm pretty sure they've had more than three reviews since... Because this, this is only... This is from like 2010 and 2011. Three reviews. I was like, okay. <laughs> long, really story short, ev- long story short, everyone hates us and we don't have any reviews. Yes, <laughs> At least, well, kind no. of. No, <laughs> if they they hated us, we would see some reviews about it. Everyone is apathetic. <laughs> it's just a mediocre type of a thing. So that's better than being really bad. <laughs> is it? <laughs> please, please, please understand. Yeah. So actually, I was just checking this morning, just um, on iTunes, and we got a review back on the second from I have no idea how to pronounce it. Lloyd Eleven is his it's name. It's Lloyd B, yo. It's a just a Loy B. Yeah, Loy B, sure. Um, he left a five-star review, and he said, I've been listening for years and look forward to each new episode. So, uh, you know, thanks so much for that. We appreciate that. For sure. have we been yeah, doing he this? seems cool. Yeah. Have we been doing this four years? I guess we have, 2011? Yeah, it's almost four years. 
almost four years. Whoa. He didn't say four like the number four. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. If he'd been listening for four years, that would be impressive. Yeah. Well, yeah. Just, you know, even before it actually existed. Yeah. But actually, yeah, come to think of that, you know, our 50th episode, I guess, it would be next year, right? Like, yeah, it might actually coincidentally coincide with the 50th episode, the four-year mark. No, it won't. But no, I'm, it'll be, it'll be kind of close anyway. Oh, shut up. This is gonna do it. I'll make it happen. Fix it in post. <laughs> Ross Greeno, I do edit things. Do it live! <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it'd be exciting. We'll have to think of something cool to do on the 50th episode. Like, give give everyone listening a chance to win a, you know, first class ticket to Tokyo, paid for by Danny. Um, Human sacrifice. <laughs> that too. <laughs> yeah. That'd gain the listeners. Definitely. <laughs> but then they'd realize that they have to stay with you for a week. That's and then they, a then they wouldn't come. <laughs> Danny, what is that Smash Brothers thing behind you, by the way? Oh, so, okay. That's not a good question. Not an is that an Amiibo holder box? This is an Amiibo box. <laughs> 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 um, no, so those of you in the video, you can see this. Uh, whenever I bought my Amiibo at the local electronics store here, they were giving out these boxes, and they, they can you can fit a perfectly, you can fit perfectly, like, a boxed Amiibo inside of here, and I guess what the idea is, like, yeah, the, <laughs> what James is silently <laughs> holding right now. Um, but the, the Amiibo cases fit right in here perfectly, and I guess what it can do, maybe it'd be easier to wrap them up for Christmas or something so kids wouldn't know what they were. I, you know, that's my guess. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> you're not, you're so. not going to be able to tell what character is unless you rip the Amiibo out of the box and just wrap <laughs> the individual figure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess so. That is the most wasteful pa like packaging ever. That's so Japan, isn't it? Like this, I mean, this, is, just this a... is the country that wraps individual, you know, cakes in a box, in a bag, in another box. Individually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. By the time you've ripped off all the packaging, you know, you've got like a sweep the size of your, th your fingernail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but that's interesting. Cool. I wonder. I wonder why they're. Those are obviously supplied by Nintendo. I wonder why they. Yeah, uh... because I, I was at first, you know, I thought maybe this is supplied by this electronics store because they, they, sometimes I just get like weird stuff, like cleaners or like folders or something like that. But you know, there's no markings or anything on this box from that shop, so it's from what I can tell from, <clears throat> yeah, Nintendo. There so... we go. Oh, well, we've got a, we've got a live question brought to us live. Okay. Um. If Nintendo were to introduce fatalities into Smash, what would you most like to see? That's from Russ Greeno, our good pal, who uh, sends uh, lots of questions, like in the last episode about uh, family support machines. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Greeno. Russ Greeno. Yeah. Greeno. I think... I think the best Mortal Kombat fatality is the one in Nine with Noob Saibot, where... Oh, he grabs God. either side of the opponent and like pulls them in half, and they start splitting apart at the crotch <laughs> before cleaving neatly in half. It's pretty horrifying. On Fox News, they showed that clip, and it was like, and they were told the the news presenter was totally fine with it until the part when like one of the women characters' boobs popped out, and they're like, "Oh, that's disgusting." You know, the, <laughs> the rib cage. You know, they were fine with that. Um, I was at Evo um, the first year they ran Mortal Kombat 9, and in the top eight, uh, one of the players was playing Melina, and you know she has super skimpy clothes, and like she has a fatality where she like gnaws someone's face off, and then yeah. starts feeling herself up. That was in <laughs> uh, Mortal Kombat 2, right? No, no, that's in Mortal Kombat 9. No, but this, the same fatality was started in two, I think. Something vaguely similar, maybe like a yeah. eight-frame animation where she carves <laughs> up like eight <laughs> cages. <laughs> but that's true. Yeah, I I think they put a warning on the stream that like if you're like under eighteen, get parental supervision before you watch this. And uh, 
my friend right next to me jumped up on his chair and screamed, fuck your kids. <laughs> like, like right when that happened. And that will always be a treasured evil moment for me. <laughs> oh, man. That's a literal, your parents help you set it up kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah. Man. <laughs> it's not appropriate for all ages. That's true. How do, why are we talking about Mortal Kombat? Oh, right, the uh, question. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the fatality I want to see in Smash Brothers, the one where you pull someone in half and there's guts everywhere. I don't know. I can. I only imagine, like, Kirby having done this thing to him, like, being squashed and, you know, flattened and things like that. I mean, I don't know. I, I think I, I, are, you, are you, like, trying to seriously address this question? Because I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Need to give it serious thought here. Well, so, when you said that, I was thinking. I, I just, I don't know why. I must have been somewhere else in my mind. I, I heard like vitality. Thinking, <laughs> oh, vitality sensor. Awesome. But, yeah, like, like there's the the tomatoes you can pick up. Yeah. You know, they, they'll give you vitality. You put your finger in it, and then it measures how stressed you are, and that's your damage meter goes up. That's what you're thinking, right, Danny? Yes, like right. I bet that one. controller costs like a hundred bucks. <laughs> Worth it. Oh, no, new, I... new accessory for my Nintendo. I have to collect it. <laughs> Put that next to the Virtual Boy and the Power Glove. And Amiibo. And you know... the, the U-Force. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I saw this uh, thing on Kickstarter about something that extracts your blood when you get hit. Did you see that? I saw something like that. I didn't know if it was a joke. I didn't even bother looking no, at it. I'm really? pretty sure that was a, a a PBF comic, right? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? No. Oh, I'm sure you've seen these comics floating around the internet. I think it's pbfcomics.com or something. Mm-hmm. Was it Perry Bible Fellowship? I forget what it stands for, but it's just a series of really great comics and a small percent of that of them have are about video games uh, I just going back to like violence in Smash Brothers it is kind of funny how you know Smash Brothers is you know simultaneously the the cutest fighting game but also the most violent Nintendo game at the same time <laughs> it's like simultaneously those two things at once and you know you know Nintendo being so protected of their Miis for so long but now, you know, you can obviously use Mies to fight, you know, and you can punch and, you know, kick your Mies in the face and smash them into the screen and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, kill your it, friends. Kill your friends, right? <laughs> okay. Kill AKB48 girls. You know, I'm fine with that. But um, it is kind of funny how, you know, they've gone from, you know, not letting them fall over and scrape their knee and then, you know, fast forward seven years later and now, you know, they're in Smash Brothers. So it's kind of uh, interesting how that came about. <clears throat> but, you know, yeah. Would you call, would you say Smash is the the most violent, you know, Nintendo, you know, mascot game they have? I think I would think so, right? I don't know. I guess in <clears throat> Fire Emblem, you literally kill each other with swords. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true. It's that's not true. that bloody, but that's a thing that happens. That's true. And Advance Wars is about literal war and death. Oh, yeah, you bomb <laughs> soldiers to death or you kill them with anti-aircraft guns because <laughs> that's how it works. Hey, and Advance Wars is in. This Smash Brothers is an assist trophy, so there you go. Yeah, Full I cycle. saw that. That's nice. I was going to say punch out. I mean, you're beating the hell out of people. It's boxing and whatever, right? Question mark? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> So yeah, there you go. Good conversation, good. Kill it. There you go. Thanks, Rose, for your question. Cool. Thanks always for your constant questions. 
Yeah, and when we're not doing it live, we have a couple of different places where you guys can actually reach us. Um, as always on Twitter, you can reach us at the Famicast. And if you want to send us an email, it's famicast at nintendoworldreport.com. So uh, be sure to do that with any uh, questions or comments about the episode. Of course, you can uh, leave comments on our YouTube video, uh, leave comments in the talkback thread on the NWR. Uh, and yeah, for real, leave us some reviews on iTunes. We need to get up in that new and new, new and noteworthy section. It's probably not going to happen. <laughs> Would be nice. <laughs> yeah. Go on, Australia. We'll all the, the dark secrets about Japan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but seriously, I want some Australian reviews. Australia, where you at? Come on, lots of Australians listen to the family cast. I have Vegemite. <laughs> it's in my kitchen right now. Get an Australian in here to, and have them tell me the difference between Vegemite and Marmite. Oh, they won't be able to tell the difference. Because they only eat <laughs> is, it, is it like butter and margarine? Is it that kind of thing? No, just Marmite's just better. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Australian. No, that's not going to get Australians to write reviews. No, Vegemite's way better. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Write the Vegemite's <laughs> review. <laughs> And Canadians, too, as well, where you are. Yeah, definitely hit us up. Uh, and, yeah, well, if, if, as long as we don't have an avalanche of reviews, which we might, uh, we can read yours out on the show. <laughs> so, um, Never going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> so write really, like, sassy, tongue-in-cheek reviews. Yeah, you should. It'd be funny. Okay. So after the after the show is finished, uh, we're going to have a few minutes of extra bonus video content. So uh, yeah. if you're interested in that, then if you're listening to this as the audio version on iTunes, then go back to NintendoWorldReport.com and look for the article and watch the video, or just subscribe to NWRTV. You can see us on there too, and check out some bonus video. I don't know shenanigans, I guess. <laughs> Yay. Uh, before we go, though, how about you guys give out your Twitter handles? How about James? Uh, time complicated. Hashtag HyperTrollGear. Yes, Ty. Oh, yes. I'm Super Cat Drugs. Yes. I posted, um, uh, if I can get slightly political here, I posted a, a video with the Gamergate hashtag <laughs> to try to troll some Gamergaters, and it worked. <laughs> Better than I could have ever hoped for. Like the, I got this crazy guy who eventually came out as like a literal Nazi apologist. <laughs> it was, it, it's one of the most fucked up things I've ever seen on Twitter. So oh, if God. you if you if you want to see me like troll some sexist assholes every now and then, check out my Twitter, Super Cat Drugs. I know that's the reason why I follow Ty and. Uh... Yeah, for me, right. definitely, you can just see pictures of my Amiibo and maybe something else. Nothing as cool as what, usually what Ty has. It's always just something totally extraordinary and just something unexpected, so, yeah. My uh, my Hyper Troll get of the week has to go to, well, after Street Fighter V, um, has to go to the PlayStation Experience, which, um, <laughs> which showed a trailer... Uh, Final Fantasy VII. Oh, they were, God. They, they were announcing it as, like, you know, this new thing, and then it was like, and it's going to be a re, <laughs> a remake, not a remake, but a, just a, a reissue remaster. of the P, <laughs> a remaster of the PC version that's been out for ages. It was one of the best, you know, professional Hyperdrive gets I've ever seen. <laughs> I had the PC version of Final Fantasy VII. I did too. It had the, the swear word censored out. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So yeah, you can you can see the some, some great gifs and uh, you know there's already memes about you know how it, the the conference went from woo to you know. <laughs> within a five sec, you know, within five seconds is awesome. Okay. Cool. Well, that's going to do it for the regular part of this episode. So uh, thanks, guys, for joining us. And My uh, pleasure. Thanks, yeah, thanks, Ty. Thanks, James. And thanks you uh, for the listeners out there, too. Uh, stick around for some more stuff. <laughs> <I guess>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stuff. So. Bye. Bye.